Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. The world's largest unmet disability is poor vision, but one organization is doing its part to end this global epidemic. We're joined today by Greg Weens. He is the faith-based coordinator with Global Vision 2020. Now, that organization was founded by J. Kevin White. He is a retired U.S. Marine and Naval Academy graduate. He invented the innovative UC Vision Kit. Now, this kit helps to provide prescription eyeglasses to people in the most remote areas of the world. Today on Connections, Greg's going to share with us the work that Global Vision 2020 is doing and how you can also help. We'll hear that and so much more today on Connections. We're joined today by Greg Weens. He is the faith-based coordinator with Global Vision 2020. Greg, let's start right there. For those who don't know, what is Global Vision 2020? Global Vision 2020 is an organization that we've created a way to distribute, test and distribute eyeglasses to the world's poor for about $3 per pair American. We use a new device that we received the um, United States Patent Office's Best Medical Innovation for 2020 for Humanitarian Work Award that was handed out by the U.S. Senate last September. And it works like this. You know how when you put on a pair of binoculars and you turn the focus dial until you can see clearly? A person who wears glasses, when they turn the focus dial, they take off the glasses, turn the focus dial on the binoculars, they've essentially made their prescription. Our device does the same thing as those binoculars, except for it tells you what the prescription is. So, so as simple as this, the person, you screen them, you see if they need eyeglasses by looking at the eye chart, how well they see on the eye chart. If you deem, yeah, they need glasses, they put the device on, they simply turn the dials till they can see the furthest down the line on the eye chart. Then you look at it and you say, oh, look, on the left eye is a green one and the right eye is a red four. And that is the prescription they need. That's a negative 1.25 and a negative 1.5. And you snap the lenses together and in the frames. And in about five minutes, they walk away with a pair of glasses seeing 2020. So what are the reactions of the people when they're able to see after not being able to see for so long and for some their whole lives? Well, okay, so that's the, the ones that actually do it as simple as that are the ones with the weaker prescription. They walk away going, oh, my head's going to feel so much better like because they know I'm, I'm straining. And then you, you can just see the, the relief that they have. The ones that are actually the, the what I like to call the hero stories, they actually that's more complicated. But I mean in the most awesome way. They come in and you turn, tell them, now turn the dial till you can see it clearly. Well, if they're seeing line two or three only on the eye chart of line 11, they have no idea what it means to see clearly. So you actually have to educate them what it means to see clearly. They often stop after they can see line four or five, go, wow, that's amazing. I'm like, let's keep going. And the look of shock on their face when they put those glasses on for the first time is astounding. And the combination that they immediately get so dizzy, they're like, my feet are in the wrong place. <laughs> so it's, it's a process of actually learning to see for the first time. But that, that said, I've got literally hundreds of pictures and videos of taking those people out for the first time, and they look at the hills off in the distance, and they're like, there are hills in the distance. <laughs> it's just absolutely wonderful. So that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a loaded statement. It, it, it's been amazing. I've handed out about 40,000 glasses in the last few years, and it's just been amazing. So for the most part, you're helping people with weaker prescriptions see better, but at the same time, you're also able to help people with quite bad vision. Is that correct? 
Yes. Uh, see, now, I want to make it clear, we're doing simple spherical correction, which is the most common eye disability in the world. So um, 80% of people that have eye vision problems, the spherical, which is your simple, basic eyeglasses, are the number one thing that they need. Now, there's other things that go on in the eye, like an astigmatism. We can help dramatically with that as well. So people with regular vision problems, we can help 100% with that. People with really strong eye vision problems, it's actually astounding how much we can help with that. Uh, you know, the eye is a complex organ. There's often multiple things going on wrong. We're able to help the most common issue right then and there. How has Global Vision 2020 been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, or has it been impacted? Well, actually, it's forced me to do more training by Zoom and get more of the glasses shipped directly to the country in, in, that we're dealing with. So typically before, I would have glasses shipped from the manufacturer from India or China to Canada or the United States, where missions agencies would pick up the glasses uh, or have them delivered to their headquarters, they'd take them out with them on the plane, and then they'd use them. Uh, that's all gone out the window, of course, with COVID. So I've worked really, really hard on networking so I can get the glasses shipped by very reasonable rates to the country where they need to go. So, for instance, Malawi is the one that I'll focus on, although I'm in about 25 other countries. Um, I've been able to set it up that with the Malawi government, you know, we pay now way less taxes to have stuff imported in. Uh, the shipping costs actually turned out to be less to ship them to Malawi than it was to ship them to Canada and then take them on a plane to Malawi by, by a significant margin. So those are some of the things that we've pivoted that I'm actually will be coming out of COVID in a healthier situation with having the having distribution centers now set up on the ground in sub-Saharan Africa so groups don't have to take the glasses with them on the plane necessarily. Who are you connecting with? Are you connecting more with the Indigenous community or with people that are already living in the community? Well, okay, that, which goes to the other thing too. Uh, it was always my goal that it would be Indigenous workers that would be doing all the work. In COVID, almost all Western workers have gone back to North America or Europe. So the places that we've had the most success are there were people that were on the ground that were Indigenous workers that they then become my trainers of groups. So I'll use, for instance, in Malawi, I had some great people trained. They were able then to go to Zimbabwe and Zambia themselves, set up a Zoom meeting so I could do some of the training, but then they had somebody on the ground who was a partner of mine that knew what they were doing. Like there's some things that are just tactile, like how do you snap lenses into frames? You can show on a video, but until you show with your hands, they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. You have somebody there that shows them how to do it. It goes so much better. So it's really turned into a much more reliance on indigenous workers in the field doing it. And then it's spreading organically in that way. So Malawi is now sort of my touch point for going into other nations with people that it's so much cheaper to have them fly from Malawi or even drive a car from Malawi to Zambia or Uganda or, you know, Cameroon. So in some ways, we're saving significant money while having the locals do even more of the work, which is, again, my whole goal within it. 
Greg, you're from Winnipeg, but you do this work for Global Vision 2020, which is across the world. Why do you do this and how did this all come to be? Well, that, that's a crazy story. So uh, 12, almost 13 years ago, I'm a lover of science. I was a lead pastor out in rural Saskatchewan, Waldheim, Saskatchewan. And um, I was reading in a science journal about the first itineration of these eyeglasses. And uh, God just laid it on my heart. This is, a, this is invented by a U.S. Marine science officer, uh, Kevin White. And, uh, and I, I read about this, and God just laid it on my heart to say, hey, get in touch with them and let them know that I'm willing to support them in any way I can. And I got hold of Kevin, and uh, he's like, you know, the number one thing I need is prayer. I, he was, he's a believer who was transitioning from the military into civilian life, and he's like, I just, I need somebody to talk to and pray through lots of stuff. And that's how we hit it off. And this is the third itineration of what we were doing, or what he was doing at that time. And I just prayed him through, you know, so the other itinerations, they worked, but there were problems. They were bulky they things broke too easily they were too complex to have a couple of days of training to keep carrying on the program so it often takes failures with successes to have the full big successes so really this is a 12 13 year process of friendship prayer and failures and finding what works and what doesn't work and that's where we're at now. And so I've been involved very actively in this since I first reached out to my friend Kevin, you know, almost 13 years ago. Now, Greg, when it comes to the impact on people's lives, when they can actually see better, how far reaching is that? Well, you know, we're, it is the number one disability in the world that is holding people back from having good quality of life and even making a living. So Johns Hopkins University, who's been our principal partner in developing and doing all the peer-reviewed work with this, uh, wrote an article a few years back with the business school saying that the average average worker who's between 45 and 65, who gets the pair of glasses that helps them see three lines or better on the eye chart and a good pair of reading glasses, will see a 25 to 40% wage increase of money made more and money less spent immediately. And I can tell you I have seen that happen over and over and over again all over the world, whether it's in Bethlehem or in Malawi or fill in the blank of everything in between. Um, And it's a good example of this would be, let's say you have a truck driver who's 50 years old, gets a basic pair of glasses. He said, I couldn't feel safe driving at night. He didn't have bad eyes but his eyes had clearly degraded with age. Well, now he's like, I can drive at night. He comes home, so he's got an extra shift where he was saying no to. He comes home, Israel was the funniest, the Palestinians, they were hilarious. I was handing out glasses to truck drivers in Bethlehem. They tracked me down just before I left to have a huge feast uh, with me afterwards. And the women were hilarious because they're so blunt. They said, before you came and brought my husband glasses, he was useless to me. <laughs> I know, I know they're like, they, and, and they're like nodding their head yeah exactly yeah I was useless I'm like okay and uh, and they're like he'd come home and he'd be so exhausted that he'd lie down on the couch before supper and fall asleep and then I'd wake him up he'd eat he'd sit there drinking tea and then he'd go to bed now he comes home and he doesn't fall asleep he has a cup of tea he visits with me he even helps cook some of the meat 
And now he's, and after supper, he's like, hey, you know, the house needed some repairs on it that we're going to get your cousin to do. I can do that. Gets a phone call. Hey, can you do this extra delivery? We'll pay you 50% more. Yeah, no problem. He's bringing me more money. He's helpful around the house. He's no longer useless to me. I started to laugh. And, and uh, I've seen that story happen time and time and time again. Greg, do you or Global Vision 2020 as a whole have goals for the upcoming year? Well, no, no, I have, I have solid goals. So in Malawi, where I've been working for two and a half, almost three years, uh, we now last month, because I went very last minute, even though we're in the midst of COVID, because the Malawi government said, hey, we, we love what, this is, what you're doing on this small scale way. We'd love to see you ramp it up. So they've now given us a license and all the paperwork to set up permanent eyeglass clinics. We now have two permanent eyeglass clinics in Malawi, one in the refugee camp and one just 20 minutes outside of the refugee camp along their number one highway. And uh, our goal is to get, I would love to see in one year's time, 100,000 pair of eyeglasses sold in Malawi. Now, part of that sale is they make a profit. So they're selling the glass. The glasses cost about $3 to get delivered into country. They're selling the glasses for about $5 doesn't sound like a lot of extra profit, but when you're talking your average pay is $2 a day, that is gargantuan. And we predominantly uh, have hired refugees, refugees who uh, have a medical background. They show up in the camp as a, as a they're a nurse or, or a pharmacist, but they're not legally allowed to work because they're a refugee in another foreign country. Those are the people that we're employing doing this. So we're employing people who are getting a living wage job that is feeding their family. And Malawi is going through, uh, I want to, famine might not, might be too hard, but it's not far off because famines are man-made. And in this time of COVID, there's no money. So people are literally going without. So the families that we've been able to do this with are, are not only able to make ends meet on their side, they're able to significantly help their community around them to eat and survive. So we're seeing that directly in our churches where people, instead of starving, are making it. Amazing. So we want to recreate this all across Malawi with the intention of uh, going into other countries like Zambia permanently, um, Congo, where a lot of the refugees are from. And I'd love to see in the next year, year and a half, in 2022, we're actively talking about... um, setting up in Congo. We've got some trials going on in Congo. They're looking really positive with the Ministry of Health. And sort of our goal is to relocate some of those same refugees back to safe parts of Congo where they came from and employ them running the eyeglass clinics in Congo. So repatriating people back to their country after being stuck in a camp for 10, 12, 15 years, nothing would make me more even than excited about that. For those who want to learn more about Global Vision 2020 or they want to get involved, how can they go about doing that? Well, one of the best ways uh, is contact me directly by my email address. So it's uh, Gregory J. Weins. That's G-R-E-G-O-R-Y. J as in John. Weins is W-I-E-N-S at gmail.com. So that's one way you can directly. So every dollar you give for that goes directly for the eyeglasses and that turns into $2 in the pockets of the refugee who's working, as well as somebody gets a pair of eyeglasses 
in an extremely affordable, sustainable way in a developing nation, predominantly based around a refugee camp. The second is you can create this yourself as well with your organization. So my whole goal with the Mennonite Brethren isn't that we're going to solve this crisis in the world. Our goal is that we were, would be the test subjects, which has got us you know, published in the uh, International Agency for Prevention of Blindness. That's the UN World Health's wing for optometry, um, showing, look, you can recreate this. We're, we're really small on the world scale. Everybody else can, you know, can do the same type of thing in numerous other places, and we can help you get started on that. So I can give you the same exact prices and ability to ship things in as we've got and help you navigate how can you recreate this in other countries while being the ally of the local optometry associations. Thank you so much for joining us today, Greg, and thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.